Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to An Appeal to Courage. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And today is Monday, May 15th in the year 2023. Patriots, we are in a critical time right now as more and more reveals begin to surface and The challenges now are for those that have made the wrong choice to this point to start standing up. Tonight, the title, in fairness to where we got this, comes from a a substack from a guy by the name of Brad Miller, and it literally is titled, An Appeal to Those Who Went Along. A wonderful article, which I'm going to be pulling from as we go through tonight, and a great argument as to the challenges that we now face. But the reality is that our world that we are facing is not only unraveling, But in the fact is that those that are choosing the wrong side are now having to make a real serious choice. There's there's no time for people in the middle, and we need to bring those across to join the resistance, the true remnant of this world that's going to stand up and fight this tyranny. This is getting serious, and what the stakes have could never have been higher than right now. Now, Patriots, I also want to begin tonight by welcoming a new sponsor for the show. We have a sponsor by the name of CBD Distillery or CB Distillery. I, I am a huge supporter of CBD oil, and the fact it's hemp-based is a big issue. Hemp is a product that is legal in all 50 states, and unfortunately, hemp has been smothered by the, quote, free pot movement that has happened across this country that has been little more than just a cover for the cartels to move in and to launder money. But the fact is that CBD oil as a hemp-based product is probably one of the best products we have overall for overall body health. And it fits right in to our county-by-county pillar number five, which is health and wellness. Now, the CBD products offered by CBD Distillery are just top-notch. I've been using some and testing them. I've used them. I have a, I've had this ongoing sciatica I've told you about. I've been using some of their products there and just had incredible results. My mother who has had uh, a neck pain, has been using it as well. She's had great results, and very quickly. There's literally over 2 million satisfied customers that they serve, and it's just an outstanding product. So if, if you go over to CBD, or CB, excuse me, CBDistillery.com, CBDistillery.com, and you use your BARDS promo code, B-A-R-D-S, you know it, the most popular promo code on the web, you're going to get 20% off off the product's any products that you choose, and they've got a wide range. I'd really encourage you to check these out. I think they're an, an absolute necessity for our overall body health anti-capitalist or corporate tyranny hospital model to take power of our own health. And to do that, these types of products added to our medicine cabinet and to our kit for keeping health and wellness is fantastic. They can be. They have great products for sleep aids, products for pain, and products for overall body health. Really encourage you to check it out. So check it out. Go on over to cbdistillery.com, cbdistillery.com. Use your promo code BARDS, get 20% off, 
And I think you're going to be pretty impressed. I know I have been. I'm pretty skeptical, not skeptical, but very critical of these types of products. And I'm and I want ones that work. I've tried these. I'm impressed. And I will tell you, having tried CBD oil before with questionable results, this one has surprised me. And I mean that very honestly. And had a chance to talk to some of the folks of the company last week. Really impressed. Great quality product. And just something I'd encourage you to check out. So again, cbdistillery.com, promo code BARDS for 20% off. Patriots, we are in a very difficult time. And I want to begin with the, this article I mentioned to you, an appeal to those who went along. This comes from Brad's Substack, put out by Brad Miller. And he begins, our country appears to be in all visible ways to be teetering on the brink of ruin. Some would say it's already there. Whether it's the orchestrated invasion currently occurring at the border or the economic struggles or other problems, it is clear to any impartial observer that our country is in chaos. One of the reasons the chaos is so prevalent is that many of our government leaders are actively destroying our institutions or other mechanisms of defense against the destruction. Rather than actively defending the republic, the military is complicit in, in this destruction. Reorganizing the magnet, recognizing the magnitude of the problem we face, we need true leaders in this country to stand up for its defense. The first step in standing up in our country's defense is to refuse to go along with the planned destruction. I intend for this piece to come across as, as equal parts sharp rebuke and willingness to embrace. I think that's a great way of putting it and a great way of framing the challenges that we have ahead of us. One of the big things that we're going to confront now is the need, and we've talked so much about this, it's literally the Christian value of having to forgive. Remember, forgiveness does not relinquish somebody's responsibility or accountability for what they have, but we are, have got to extend a hand to embrace and to bring people across. There are tremendous challenges that we face right now, and we are dealing with equally an awakening that is starting to shake people right to the core. And let me just play a little piece here that I think will hits right to home, something I have talked about almost for three or four years now, and it's pensions. So take a listen to this. Well, here's some earth-shattering, groundbreaking news for everybody that went along with the government's nonsense over the last three years in the name of keeping your pension so that you could stay comfortable and have a cushy retirement lined up for you. Do yourself a favor. Call your pension fund tomorrow or sometime this week. Doesn't matter. Just give them a call. Ask them what your commuted value is. When you're shocked, like I was, because I recently had my pension commuted, and you realize that what you thought was there is no longer there, you'll realize that everything you did to keep that pension and retirement lined up was for nothing. They've lied to you, they've harmed you, and now they've robbed you. Go ahead, give your pension, give your pension fund a call. Find out what your commuted value is. And when you realize that I'm not lying, and when you realize that you've been absolutely bamboozled and that your pension is pretty much gone, you'll realize just how far down we have fallen. It's time to stand up because what you thought you had as your reason for not standing against this is no longer there. Sorry. The sad part is, is that so many people followed the money and became loyal to their worship of money over their right and responsibility and their duty to serve the Constitution of the United States. This is the point we are in right now. 
And so many people wanted to bury their head in the sand and simply say, it'll blow over. I need to worry about my money. I need to worry about my salary. I need to worry about my retirement. And where we are now is to a large degree as a result of those types of people. The evil itself we have in this country is a relatively small group of people. But the problem is that there is equally a small, dedicated group of patriots that have been pushing back. And in between, there's a whole mass of people that have been trying to slide through this in hopes that somehow this whole thing would blow over. The fact of the matter is, this isn't going to blow over, and it's only going to get worse as we move ahead. Now, a couple other things here real quick. Number one, remember, we've got Bards Fest tickets on sale, and I bring this up right here because Bards Fest this year is truly, especially in Yuba City, is geared towards awakening that warrior heart, that warrior heart in Christ. It's two very intense days of presentations, a great opening day of just meet and greet, and then a final day of an outside prayer and worship. I really encourage you to come. We've got more speakers lining up. It's a fantastic, it's going to be a fantastic event. You can find those tickets links below the podcast or just go to bardsfest.com, bardsfest.com, and they're donation-based, whatever you can afford to pay. We have a recommended donation of $100 per person. Whatever you can afford, we want you there. And if you are so inclined to, to support someone else who can't afford it, we'd love to see that too. So that's right there is, is the beginning of where we're going here to try to get people awake. And we're put, doing our part to try to bring people together. But the fact is that our country has been deeply derailed, deeply derailed. And with this is a corruption that has come inside and from the internal moral, moral bankruptcy of a nation. And so much of that bankruptcy has been centered around money. But it's gone so much farther, as we very well know. We are living in a country where we still still believe in the idea of a two-party system. We have a one-party system. It's a uniparty. You know, villains, and they really don't like each other. But behind closed doors, they buddy up for a drink and make deals. Both the Republican and Democratic parties are owned by the same global elites. And on issues that matter to those global elites, they act as one. They've wrapped themselves in the American flag and they've talked about preserving American heritage and principles. And all the while, they're working to merge us into a new world order where our sovereignty will be destroyed. We'll lose all connection with our American heritage. Every time in history, when uh, the government was given the power or a group of banks in conjunction with the government was given the power to expand the money supply at will, those economic systems always wound up in crisis and always collapsed. So there's no reason to believe that the United States was given some kind of a get-out-of-jail-free card, an exemption from the processes of history. We've seen the limitations on government whittled away we have seen this erosion to the point where today it seems like nobody does care. And right now in Washington, D.C., we have seen a fall of the republic. There couldn't be greater truth in that right there. The republic has fallen in terms of D.C., but the republic's not dead within the hearts of the patriots. And it's going to be the remnant that brings it back. And I'm, I fully mean that. The remnant is the remnant that not only just that has a, a love of country, but has a firm love, and belief in God and the supernatural God. And that's literally the fight that we are waging. 
And it's going to change hearts and minds as we move forward, as people start to truly witness the power of God on the move. And it's happening now. Just as a reminder, we prayed last week for rain on the border. Patriots, it's still raining. God may have said he isn't going to bring a flood to the world, but he didn't say he wouldn't flood the American Texas or the Texas Mexican border. And apparently that request is going well because it's still raining as of today. And that has very heavily, very heavily reduced the flow of people across the border. It has not stopped it, but it has definitely reduced the flow. But look at this on a bigger level. As you have rain like that happening and you have all these thousands and thousands of people lining up and it's choking things down, they've had a PSYOP of some fashion working to slow them down by sending text to them in, in, in some sort of a WhatsApp connection communication telling them to go in smaller cells and to be peaceful and as everything gets choked down the heat the rain the miserable conditions that'll bring bugs and mosquitoes all of those things start to wear down on people and it starts to break their command and control god's hands doing a great job we have to continue to do ours now as you probably know today we had the release of the durham investigation. And people have been really going on and on about this, about how it was a nothing burger and so forth. This is, again, setting the stage for other things. And I'm convinced of that anymore because it really doesn't matter whether Durham goes any farther than this. The fact of the matter is, when I see CNN triggered, yep, we've got something there that they're not wanting to say. Take a listen to this. Jake Tapper opens it up, our favorite, as uh, one person calls him, Jake Tapeworm. Uh, all 300 plus pages, Ellie. Uh, the, the bottom line, uh, Durham has found that the FBI, in his view, should never have launched a full-blown investigation uh, into relationships uh, or allegations of relationships between Trump uh, and his associates in his campaign and the Russian government. Uh, what's your response? Well, Jake, there's no surprise in that conclusion. It was really sort of a foregone conclusion from the start. Let's remember how John Durham came to be special counsel. In the middle of 2019, when Mueller concluded his investigation, Donald Trump was taking to Twitter regularly saying, all caps, investigate the investigators. And shortly thereafter, Bill Barr appointed John Durham to do this investigation. And there was a really important and I think revealing moment. In December of 2019, DOJ's own inspector general came out with a finding that, yes, the FBI made several missteps and Durham seizes on some of these as well. However, there was ample ground to open an investigation. And right away, John Durham came out with a public statement and said, I disagree with that. That was three and change years ago, Jake. So it doesn't mean Durham's findings are valid or invalid, but there's absolutely no surprise that he's come out where he has. This is called talking to the sheeple. They are literally trying to wrap everything they can around this and redirect because whatever they're looking at in that 300 pages is got them shaken. The fact of the matter is that they know that they're complicit in treason. They have been misleading the public. They have been lying. They have been complicit in trying to defame a sitting president. And they've been part of an organized effort to destabilize the United States, to shape the mindset of the people, interfere with elections and every one of them is guilty. Oh, wait, CNN, I've got something for you. Patriots, right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. The economy isn't stable, crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge don't seem to even care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. 
This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you still have a ton of practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so that you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. Again, 10% using your promo code BARDS, plus free shipping when you go to iTargetPro.com. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with iTargetPro. That's the letter I, TargetPro.com, iTargetPro.com. Offer code is BARDS. So, Patriots, whether you knew it or not, over the weekend, there was a mass shooting in Alabama. Nothing said about the media. Just like we were saying about the media being complicit in trying to affect the elections and criminalize a sitting president that was duly elected by the people, not even to mention their criminality in trying to convince people to take a death shot. They were silent on one of the worst mass shootings in our history in Alabama. And the reason? Because the shooters were black and the guns were acquired illegally. Why is no one talking about one of the worst mass shootings to ever take place in our country's history and it happened just this weekend in alabama because the guns were not purchased legally because it didn't fit the narrative because these were the three monsters that murdered four people and injured 32 because they can't use this tragedy to push for more gun control because no amount of gun control would have prevented this when the guns were not attained legally i've been saying this over and over and if people get triggered by what i'm going to say well such is life black america is being set up by the deep state And the problem is that if we say things about this, then we're supposed to be considered racist. And that's how the media is going to try to spin it. And that's what is going to happen here as we go forward. They're going to increase that sort of pressure. So this message is literally to black America for anybody out there listening. You're being set up. They're playing on your emotions. They're playing on your egos. They're feeding you promises that they're never going to deliver. Reparations are never going to happen. They're offering all this stuff to keep you wrapped up in the cycle of hate. And why? Because they know that the cycle of hate that continues over and over will get you violent. And unfortunately, statistics are proving it. It also continues to destroy the black family. It's incredible. So I'm, the plea really is to black America, like, let's get some Jesus. And let's start coming together and having these conversations because you're getting played by the media And every time these sort of actions happen, yes, these are just dirtbags. We wish that we didn't have to put a race tag on it. But the fact of the matter is, I think too many violent acts are happening with black youth. And that is by design so that the rest of the world will hate you. They hate you, meaning the elites. And they're playing you like a fiddle. Don't let them do it. I'll tell you, this is an ugly fight, Patriots. And it really is because at the end of the day, What they're really trying to do here is to lead us into a complete and total enslavement of our world. And that's going to be centered around what we know is called the social credit score. This is a clip from a piece in China on the social credit score. It's stunning. You literally have the same 
willful drones of Chinese agreeing on the punishments that these people are getting. The state is doxing people for not complying to the social credit score rules. That's corporate rules. That's not a constitution. They're exposing them. They're giving their name, their address. They're even taking away their rights. That's the vision of what they're trying to roll in here. And it's what at the core we have to fight against. A good school brings benefits, but people with low scores lose rights. The cinema names and shames people considered untrustworthy, plastering their details, even their addresses across big screens. It's a matter of principle. Those people have to be condemned. Those people aren't honest, so they have to pay the price. It's only right to pay your debts. You have to blacklist those that don't. The Supreme Court has created a blacklist for so-called bad citizens, those whose ratings have dropped to zero. On it are companies, but also 23 million people to date. Among them is this journalist Liu Hu. He got a little too close to uncovering corruption among high-profile party members. After being sued for defamation by the subject of a story he'd written, he was blacklisted. But he only realized when he tried to buy a train ticket and was told he was banned from traveling. That tells me I'm still on the blacklist. Punished because he's been branded untrustworthy by the state. Once you're blacklisted, you can no longer get a bank loan, start a business, buy an apartment, or even send your children to a private school. Liu Hu is among a tiny minority of people who have dared to criticize the system, which some are calling a digital dictatorship. I worry because I think many people like me will be deprived of individual freedoms and all of us will live with restrictions of one kind or another. After our meeting, Yu Hu learned that his name had been removed from the blacklist, but he still has a long way to go if he doesn't want to languish at the bottom of the social credit hierarchy. So much of this fight is about exposing what these people do. These dirtbags that are ruling this world do not like to be exposed. And the fact that this continues to happen, they'll try to retreat, but they don't give up. And that's something to keep in mind. They're not going to roll over on any of this. And that means that the unity and the, in the unity amongst the patriots has to get stronger and more focused in everything that we do. Exposing the corruption is the key to starting to change the tide. And that's really where truth leads and the sort of truth cuts through all of this. That leads us right into our favorite new CEO for Twitter. And she's a complete WEF, World Economic Forum puppet. So for those that have been worshiping Twitter and celebrating the Baphomet-costumed Elon Musk, understand that that's completely a trap and a play. They're sucking you in. Everybody that put their, that bought their blue check account, by the way, <laughs> that was kind of one of the epic moves. People now suddenly buying to get a blue check. You're not anonymous anymore, folks. If you thought for some reason that you could be anonymous, the minute you put your bank card on there, they are now tracking your tweets to your bank account. And guess what? They know right where you are and they know right where to suspend your account if they don't like what you're doing. This is all the setup for the social credit score. And the new CEO, I'll let her speak for herself. Hey, everybody. Lindy Yaccarino here. Class of 1980. We're not here to talk about that. 
We are here to talk about masking up or packing up. I promise you, we're doing good so far. Just keep your distance, get your hands washed often, get tested often, and wear your mask. That'll get us closer and closer to normal days. We are resilient. We are tough. Keep doing it. And we'll be back at Beaver Stadium before you know it. Mask up or pack up. We're almost there. We are. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it has a name, Yak Arena. Okay. Anyway, I'll let you struggle with that one. Yeah, she's the new CEO of Twitter. And Elon Musk has been assuring us that she's going to be okay. And you have all these patriots out here defending Musk's decision. People, people, people. I hope you're not one of them. The whole thing has been a setup from the start. Twitter is just a honey trap. It's all it is, like everything else. Draw you in, get you to start circulating again, being very selective on what accounts they re reactivate. Oh, by the way, yeah, I'm still happily banned for life on Twitter. But this is the whole idea, is to draw people in so that the conversations start to continue, and they now go to another level now of tracking people. It is the honey trap, and it's one to be very, very aware, cognizant of. There's other platforms out there that are far superior to Twitter. One of them is Gab AI or Gab.com, and that's a great one. Frank's speech is another one, a little more clumsy, but there's other places to be rather than on Twitter. And I always hear this, yeah, but there's so many people on Twitter. Like there's so many people on YouTube. YouTube is a good entertainment place, or if you want to go to learn about how to do stuff, YouTube's got a ton of it. But if you're going to push political stuff on YouTube, you're going to get hammered. If you're going to push political stuff on Twitter, you're going to end up getting hammered. These things are about how to shut down quietly and passively shut down and restrict the information flow. And it's all in preparation for what is coming. Now, the one thing, love him, hate him. I'm not even going to get into that tonight. President Trump is a disruptor. I don't care how many ways you dice that. Every time he steps on the stage, he disrupts everything. And they go into a frenzy, which is worth watching. And it's worth enjoying the, the, the show every time he steps into the ring, just like what happened on CNN last week. But now we've got number two in the ring that's doing the same thing, and that's Robert Kennedy. And when we start to see what's happening here, you've got two candidates, both of which neither party wants. The Uniparty is freaking out over President Trump trying to get DeSantis and Pence to line up. And they're trying to ensure that it'll be DeSantis and Pence with Biden and probably the man that calls himself Camilla running with him. That's the idea of control in politics. You're disruptors. And I'm not going to go beyond the next election to suggest where this is going to go. But other than that, the disruptors end up being President Trump and now Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Take a listen to this short clip, clip from a Russell Brand show. My assumption, Robert, is that you must appreciate that if you are going to stand for candidacy of the Democrat Party, that you are going to be subject to an onslaught of smears and attacks because you are uh, speaking out against the interests of, as far as I can understand, the most powerful elite uh, establishment interests that there are. How are you prepared for that? How do you uh, envisage that you will get your message across? And what kind of attacks do you uh, uh, um, do you imagine might take place? And don't get frightened. 
I, you know, I'm already under a kind of an onslaught of attack, and I have been for many years. I don't mind the attacks. The censorship is frustrating because you can't really reply or respond to the attacks. Uh, but, you know, we've developed over the past three years during the pandemic a number of ways of talking to people that can end run essentially the mainstream media. I'm going to take a beating in the mainstream media, but I think through podcasts like this and other ones, I think the nature of media is changing, and we've also developed a lot of techniques for working around the media. You know, even Twitter allows us to talk to a larger audience than any CNN show has. And um, so, I, you know, I, I'm going to, it's going to be interesting. I expect the attacks. If you ask personally how I deal with it, um, I feel like I, I have to stay in kind of a spiritual place and come and that everything I do has to come from that place. And if I do that, if I manage to, to, uh, to be able to stay, to maintain that connection, uh, that, you know, everything durable or enduring or important I do will come from that place and that I'm, I'm kind of invulnerable there. We have gone through a phase here for the, since 2016 where President Trump took the lead and unfortunately too many people in the country stepped back and looked to him to solve the problem. But we're not there anymore. We're long past that point. And we're needing people now to continue to stand up. And this is literally the appeal for those to have the courage now to step into the fight. The remnant that is here has been on the point of the spear. And along with other great voices like Robert Kennedy Jr., who has been on the point of the spear fighting this vax. And while you may not agree with some of his other policies, I understand that. But like I've said to you before, pay attention to what he's doing. Because the last three years has changed everybody. And Robert Kennedy's most recent statement regarding his green policies, and he was pretty extreme, way, too more, way more extreme than I was comfortable with. His comment now is that the green agenda is being used to rush and usher in corporate tyranny. He's getting, he's getting red-pilled as well. So it's really important to pay attention to the field that's out here and how this is working. And with this, as we get more strong, bigger voices stepping into the arena, the effort of the remnant has to accelerate massively. And that means we also have to be willing to bring over and encourage people that have been in the middle to join this fight. That is an appeal, not just to the common American, but an appeal as well to those in uniform, whether you're Leo, whether you are military, whatever role you play, it's time for you to start listening to the people. You have an obligation in this era of time to be obedient to the constitution, not to your pensions, which are now drained, not to your concern about job, which is going to end up falling on its face as we default, and we will be defaulting by the fall. I guarantee it. This economy is going to tailspin. And if you put your value into job security and money, all the things that have nothing to do with God, you're going to pay a heavy price. The people we're listening to now have put up with an enormous amount of intense attack. And like I say, love him and hate him. He's both President Trump. He is a divisive character, but there is nobody in our history that has been hit so hard and so viciously by the media. Robert Kennedy is actually right close to the top there as well, because even though he wasn't as high up globally, he has been censored, he has been everything, and his family has paid an unbelievable price. 
the CIA killed John F. Kennedy. And likely the CIA was involved in killing Robert Kennedy Jr.'s father, Robert Bobby Kennedy. Sirhan Sirhan was the shooter, and it's probable that he was tied to the CIA. This is, we are now seeing some major players in this fight, and it's important to start paying attention to the courage that they have, and we need to use those as examples to elevate others to make the appeal for them to start doing the right thing. We have heroes in uniform that have held up against this vax, and those are people that we need to get behind and encourage them to give them more strength to push into this corrupted command structure that we have in the military. There are good people in the military. There's good people in law enforcement. And more than ever, when we meet them and for those that know you're good in the heart, make the right choice. We're past the games. We're past the patience. And we're past that grace period that you were given over the last three years for being a dirtbag or a wimp, for not having the spine to stand up and do the right thing while Americans suffered the consequences. The military as, and law enforcement right now are going to be the backbone to taking this country back because we need strong people in law enforcement and military to back the citizens to understand that we have a rogue federal government totally out of control and it needs to be taken down. That's just a fact, patriots. And this is where we are. We are literally where our founding fathers knew that we would be, that it is no longer just our right but our duty to throw off despotism and despotism sits in Washington, D.C., and it's a cancer that's growing. With all of this, we have to diffuse many of the narratives. On the ground, people have been heavily brainwashed. They've been twisted and turned around to believe things that are absolutely just untruths, things like transgenderism, which is a great one. I'm going to give you an example here of a fantastic argument, in pro-woman argument against a transgender. Take a listen to this. First of all, I'm not a misogynist because a misogynist is someone that puts down women. I exalt women to their rightful role. Women are supposed to be women, not men. And every time somebody says that a woman is equal to a man and does what a man could do, and you're, you're actually abusing and, and, and de de denigrating women. Women have a unique uh, purpose and they're special. They're fearfully and wonderfully made by God. I support women. So I'm not a misogynist. I don't put down, you're putting down women by saying women can be men. You're putting down women by saying transgenders can be women. No, they can never be women. Women are special and no man can just convert and say I'm a woman today. You're putting down women by saying that. So you're actually anti-women. I'm pro-woman. I'm pro-mothers, I'm pro-wives, and I'm pro-women. Patriots, we are in an information war and it's right at the peak the point of the spear of everything we do. Influence is the key here. And as much as it may feel at times like you've got to grab your sword, we're still not there. It doesn't say don't be armed. But the fact of the matter is that we still are in an influence war. This type of response to somebody is brilliant. As the media, as we heard earlier, tries to tail end Durham and turn it on its head to try to, to denigrate Durham's findings and do all they can to try to keep their sheeple wrapped inside the programming of the matrix. When we get into conversations like this that we just heard, this is a fantastic technique because what he did is he turned the vector back on them, showed what his, where his love and his compassion was for women, and then pointed the finger right at them kindly to expose them for literally being the true misogynist in the argument. This is literally like speaking parables. And I've said this before, but I, and I really mean it. Study the parables. 
understand what Jesus did to use these as arguments of influence. It's brilliant. And it's really a time where we're in a parable war. And we have to get into people's head and start having them listen to a different format of argument and have to take on the burden of what they are really saying. That doesn't mean you're going to wake somebody up instantly. It doesn't mean that at all. What it means, though, is you're going to be planting seeds. We are dealing with a cult. We are not dealing with politics. This is a cult. And when you look across the spectrum right now, we have the uniparty cult, which has the faces of Republicans and Democrats that are all geared towards one thing, selling out this country and turning us into a one-world order government and erasing our history forever. On the other hand, you have two divisive characters. One, President Donald J. Trump. Two, Robert Kennedy Jr. And those two people have been out in front taking the blows and standing up and telling truth. They're not on the same spectrum. In fact, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has been very clear recently that he will he's not running on a ticket with Trump. So that sort of nonsense that's going out there needs to stop. They are two different people approaching the same problem, though. And both of them, both of them have fantastic histories overall of wherever we've gone. We have a lot of contention with where President Trump was with the backs. I will never change my position on that, that he has to be held accountable for that. But the fact of the matter is that where we're going right now, we need the continued shakeup. And we need more people to join that chorus and not just be blindly obedient to one candidate or the other as if they're going to fix the problem. The problem is going to be fixed by us. And that's, again, the appeal to those with courage to start standing up and being bold. This fight is won locally. Now, a number of years ago, before anybody was really awake or aware, there was a singer that took an amazing stance. She took so much blowback for what she did, and it was on the David Letterman show. It was Sinead O'Connor. And she stood up before everybody, and she tore up a picture of the Pope. People saw it as blasphemous. They denounced her. Remember, Ireland was Catholic, is Catholic primarily. And Ireland right now is being shaped into one of the worst countries in the world as an experiment to see how far they can push to steal people's rights away. You can't even have divisive things on your phone or on your emails. And if they find it right now, they can put you in jail. That's what's happening in Ireland. But Sinead O'Connor understood the core of most of this evil. And again, if this ruffles feathers, tough. The Vatican... The Pope have been the center of evil of this world. They are the hub of the majority of the problems we deal with. When we talk about the CCP, when we talk about the WEF, these are things that ultimately all trails, all roads lead to the Vatican. Sinead understood. We have confidence in the victory of good over the real enemy as she tore up the picture of the pope there's testimonies now that i've been reading as people have seen this clip and i'm i give people some credit and against again these are those that are starting to develop courage where they've actually said i condemned her at the time i saw that was blasphemous but now i see what's actually been happening patriots we have a mission it's a big one it's a mission to continue to shake and to wake those that will listen. We're not going to get to everybody. 
We have to keep our ranks solid. We have to keep our focus pure. We have to continue to fight for what is right in all that we do, and we have to try to inspire others to raise up. And so here's a piece I want you to hear about two and a half minutes of just a perspective to keep in mind of what all of those who are awake are dealing with. And in keeping these humble places in mind, it's what we have to lead others to endure as well. To all my friends and family out there who know what's really going on, to all my conspiracy theorist friends, yes, sometimes it's a curse and not always a blessing to be awake. Awakening is the most liberating, alienating, excruciating, empowering, lonely, confusing, freeing, frightening, expansive journey. If you find yourself struggling as you try to process all the insanity, you are not alone. No one talks about the darkness that accompanies awakening or the grief, not only grieving the life and illusions you once had, but the realization that almost everything you thought you knew is a lie. The beliefs you held, the people you trusted, the principles you were taught all lies. Shattering illusions is rarely an enjoyable experience. There is a considerable amount of discomfort that comes with growth, and the grieving process doesn't stop there. With these newfound realizations, you then find yourself grieving all over again. Grieving the loss of many relationships with people who just don't get it. Feeling alone, being ridiculed and ashamed, not only by the masses, but for many of you, your very own family and friends too. Feeling like you no longer have much in common with these people you are surrounded by. Struggling with carrying on bullshit, shallow conversations that lack substance with those who are still fast asleep. Even feeling disconnected from your entire support system because they can't see what you see. Some even grieve the loss of their ignorance because ignorance is bliss and reality is harsh. Awakening can be a lonely road and you will find often yourself journeying alone. There is no way to sugarcoat it. Awakening to the realities of this world are brutal. It will have you running through the entire gamut of human emotions. You have to master the art of diving down the darkest rabbit holes only to come out and still function in daily life. That is a skill people that don't get talked about enough. Some of you are struggling with feeling disconnected from family and friends. It's as though they exist in another world. Please know you are not alone. And not only are you not alone, you have an entire tribe staying with you. We may be separated by miles, but we are definitely deeply connected in purpose and spirit. God bless everyone. Don't forget. Patriots, we can never forget. And what we've been through in these last few years, really since 2016, has transformed a core group of people in this nation that will end up being the voices that shape its future. And that's something we can't ever let go of. This is a walk that's tough. It's like getting body blowed every single day in one form or another. And yet we're here. And God knew we would be here and God knew we would endure. This is a time right now when more than ever, that strength now has to be seen, be heard, to raise people up, to bring them across, and to give them an understanding of what they're really dealing with. 
There is no question in my mind that we're going to win this, but I also have no question in my heart that we're going to go through a more difficult period than we've ever imagined. We're going to be facing some sort of international crisis that's building. They're doing everything they can to provoke nuclear war because they want to burn the world down to hide the financial crimes and the sex crimes that every single one of them have their hands in. Financially, this, company, this country is going to default. That's going to happen. Is it going to happen in June or is it going to happen next fall? I don't know. But we already see the decoupling from the Federal Reserve note, and we start to see the rapid decline of the buying power that we're accustomed to having. This is going to change the world, and likely it will shake this very generation that's still deeply asleep. The one thing that Americans worship more than God is their money. And that's, again, why we start needing to make the appeal of courage to so many. They've been worshiping the wrong thing, those that have stayed in the system, those that have turned their back on the Constitution, those that have tried to bury their head in the sand and pretend like this is going to blow over. And this is where God calls us in a greater way. We have to show grace and temperance. It's not going to be easy. And that doesn't mean, I say it so many times, that doesn't mean you relinquish accountability. But right now, they need to find something greater. And the greatest thing that they can find is the acceptance of Christ in their life. That's truly powerful spiritual warfare. And we can do this, and we can lead the many back to God and be part of the job that we are intended to do. And in so doing, this country will reawaken. This country will go back to its roots. This country will go back to a period of time when truly we were able to live in a time and live in a place where God was central to everything we did. There has been a turning of tide, more than most of us realize. And it's happening quietly, and we don't have all of the answers to why it's happening, but it is happening. I want you to hear this final piece tonight. And this is amazing. This is from Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt as the, the actor. And this is at the MTV Awards. And what's really amazing is how many people in the audience are smiling, how many people in the audience are head nodding, how many people in the audience are agreeing with what he says. The corrupted beast of a system of information, the MTVs, the Hollywoods, they're starting to lose their grip. Take a listen. God is real. God loves you. God wants the best for you believe that I do learn to pray it's easy and it's so good for your soul and finally nobody is perfect people are going to tell you you're perfect just the way you are you're not you are imperfect you always will be but there is a powerful force that designed you that way and if you're willing to accept that you will have grace and grace is a gift and like the freedom that we enjoy in this country, that grace was paid for with somebody else's blood, do not forget it. Don't take it for granted. God bless you. Please get home safely. Thank you. It's a step. It's a step. And I always hear this from somebody who will say, well, did he mention Jesus? He's talking to a crowd that's primarily Luciferian. And yet he's putting it on the line for them, and they're starting to hear him. He has stones like nobody else has up there. 
Each one of these things is a step. It nicks away at the control that Lucifer has. And little by little, it starts to pull apart the, the control narrative that others have. We're seeing a big shift. God is moving in big ways. And our mission gets bigger by the day. So literally, it is time to stand and be heard. It is time to encourage those and make the appeal of courage for those that have been walking aimlessly, wandering, thinking they could avoid it because they no longer can. As this continues to collapse, there's not going to be a middle ground. You're either going to have to choose to be with us or choose to be with those that want to sink the world into the pits of hell. And that would be a tragic thing to see people willfully walk off that cliff because they didn't know there was another answer. Patriots, let's pray. Father, we come to you today very humbled and blessed as we reflect and see clearly more and more how much is happening to transform this world. It's the effects of prayer, the effects of our belief, the effects of our faith in Jesus to restore this world back to a point where once again we can be a country that proclaims ourselves to be a country based truly on the values of Christ. Father, this is a difficult fight, and it's one that's been extremely difficult to endure, and yet you've known all along that those that are here would have that strength. Thank you. We thank you for the blessings given. We thank you for the continued wisdom shared. And we ask for the continued strength in our armor as we move forward deeper into a fight for things that we have no idea what's to come, but we know that it will continue to shake the world because in the shaking of the world, it's only then that things can be made right in your image. The tower of Babylon must fall. And with that, there's going to be the unstabling, destabilization and decoupling from things that people worship so dear. That in itself will put people in an unhinged place. We pray for the opportunity to be there for them, an opportunity to extend our hand. And as they will, for those that will listen, to hear the words that we have, that will be the wisdom that you give us to guide them from the darkness and to truly lead this nation back to one nation under God. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, patriots, we're in an amazing time, an amazing time where we are going to be literally having to face the country in a time of destabilization, a country in a time of doubt, a time the country is going to begin to question and want to turn on itself. The politics of this is not our business, but what is our business is the firm rock of faith because it's there that the truth comes, that the line of walk becomes clear and all this ridiculousness of politics falls aside. We need to stand where the captain of the Lord of Hosts army stood, on ground that he proclaimed to be kingdom, holy ground. And as we do that and walk in that space, we truly become the voices, we become the symbols, we become the representation of that which will lead people to the right place, the love in Christ. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly for Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. 
Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. 
we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.